Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. A little bit of thoroughbred actually, and uh, particularly the bloodstock side of it, the breeding side of it, because uh, yesterday uh, the 2022 ready-to-run sale wrapped up at Karaka, uh, marking the first time international buyers were on site for three years, which is fantastic, and apparently they didn't hold back either. Hong Kong's arm of uh, Australia's John Foot bloodstock uh, paid a whopping $625,000 on lot 258, a chestnut colt by Capitalist out of Sabrina. Um, and there were many other highlights to talk about as well. So uh, who better to go to than Jessie Gower from uh, New Zealand Bloodstock. Good morning to you, Jessie. Good morning, Smithy. Hey, nice to talk yes, to you. Actually, I've been, uh, I've been following your work, actually, because I've been in Australia uh, for uh, the first part of and your build-up towards the, uh, the Karaka sales, of course. And I was watching your interviews you were doing with the likes of the Australian uh, trainers and buyers that have, have come over. Uh, they were playing it on racing.com over there. So great to see that. But, yes, certainly that was a, a feature, wasn't it, having those overseas buyers back, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely. Look, we were chuffed, Smithy. It's just been, it's been like a family reunion, really, on the grounds at Caracas. Um, we had all the ingredients. You know, it was beautiful. The complex was gorgeous. The quality of the horses was extremely high. And we had our and we had our internationals pouring in the gates, just as we had our wonderful domestic buyers as well. So you know, everyone was back together, and and the, we had the ingredients. And then we just you know, we, with that first morning before we kick off selling, I can't help it. Despite everything, you know, having done everything we can, and all of the indicators showing that it should be successful, you just had butterflies until you know, until they start selling and you start seeing those results coming through. So um, I have to say, we were really chuffed. Um, it was a sale of two halves. Uh, you've probably heard that already because it, it really is the mm. mantra from coming out of these these two days of selling um, more than 250 horses, um, and um, it is it well actually nearly nearly sorry, uh, 200 horses sold. We catalogued over 300 and we offered uh, 257. So um, we we had a good first day. And we had an exceptional second day. Um, our, our managing director Andrew Seabrook commented that mm. it was the uh, it was the most epic day of um, selling his witness in his thirty years um, of ready-to-run sale horses. Because of course, these are two-year-olds. But it's not like our yearling mm. sales in in, mm. in January when we're offering the younger stock. These are actually two-year-olds who have been educated. They've been broken in. They've actually been ridden, and the buyers buyers can see them galloping. And it's just a slightly different market than our yearling sales. We have fireworks, our yearling sales, and, and incredible clearance rates. We do often, um, whereas we, it's just slightly different. And we just could not believe what was happening yesterday. It was mind blowing. It was amazing. Uh, uh- I was going to ask you, Jesse, to define the difference between um, your yearling sales, which, of course, are not too far away either. We'll get onto that shortly. But um, the ready-to-run definition for the the uninitiated, the ready-to-run suggests yeah. that you know they are older horses. They are, in fact, not that far away from trialling and starting. Absolutely, and actually, there are a handful of the horses that were offered over the past two days that actually have gone to the trials, which is hugely helpful and beneficial for a prospective buyer. Um, to be able to even gain that sort of insight. 
so it's a it's a it's a sale where people can have a lot of certainty. Buyers can think can see the action of a horse because we film them as well. We can actually we have them all come to Rapper Racecourse in October, about four weeks prior to the sale itself, and we film the horses and time them galloping over two hundred meters of turf at Tirapa, and then we upload those videos onto our website and whatnot. And mm. um, the buyers the buyers can watch them, and they do. They really do. They get the popcorn out. They sit down and they just watch. It's like their favorite thing to do and see the action of these horses make their notes and then they come and see them in the flesh either on the farm parades or when they get to Caracas and, and see them parade there before the sale. So they've got all these extra insights and and um, these horses are developed, they are ready to go um, and you can start seeing results. I mean, your mate Izzy Dag, for example, he's a, he's a prime example of this. Um, his horse Pungo, he bought it um, bought it last year's Ready to Run sale and it was up and running this spring and getting them some really exciting results. Mm-hmm. So it's a really quite quick turnaround. Um, they can even race them, you know, they can race them now. They, they're ready to go. Um, traditionally, New Zealand produces uh, a horse that needs a little bit more time, but not always. Um, and some of our preparers, they actually look for a bit more speed um, in these in these two-year-olds that are being offered at the sale um, in order to meet the sort of the faster demand, quicker turnaround kind of market that you might find in Hong Kong, for example. Uh, and they yeah. clearly managed to get the ingredients right there as well because Hong Kong put their hand up a lot. We were gobsmacked, really. They were very... They made their presence felt in a big way. Um, they accounted for... Now, where are my notes here? Because it's quite extraordinary. They... They accounted for $10.7 million worth of spend, um, and they purchased 40 horses. So they, um, that was huge, huge from them, great showing. Um, Australia was very present as well, uh, and the domestic market was a touch quieter, but still we had, our, we had our local buyers there, headed up actually by Forsman Racing. So everyone mm. knows about Andrew Forsman's epic spring that he's had. He's only been training in his own name since, I think, April and um, and he's had such a huge spring, both in New Zealand and across the Tasman, um, that you can imagine he's had a bit of interest from prospective owners, and he had a little bit, he had a book to, uh, you know, he had some orders to fill um, for his stable, and, and he actually accounted for the second top lot across the sale. Uh, he bought a beautiful Savabelle, um, uh colt um, for 575000 on the first day. So um, great to see some of that stock staying in New Zealand as well. Jesse, uh, tell us about uh, some of the featured sires and the sires that uh, produce the good results there because we're used to the bigger names, of course, but uh, what about the newer sires produce and their progeny? Yeah, look, it's um, it's pretty exciting. So we've got, um, like for example, Turn Me Loose. I think he's a really good example. He's a relatively young sire. His oldest, uh, his oldest progeny of three. Um, and it's a, it's a really good anecdote. I think is that I interviewed Rodney Schick um, on like the second day of book two at Caraca just this year in, in March. And um, he'd sold this lovely Termi Loose filly for 220000 And he was chuffed. But he was like, you know, Jesse, watch this space. We actually, he's got a big weekend coming up. He's, you know, got a, got a runner in the group one. He's got a couple of stakes, in stakes races in Australia. And what do you know, Lickety Split comes out and takes out the group one mm-hmm. Sistema Stakes. And everyone's like, ooh, Termi Loose. And everyone that had purchased Termi Looses, that week prior were like, oh my goodness, we're sitting on a gold mine here, you know, and he's gone on and done more. And so now attention's turned to this, this, this top young guy and, um, and his prices reflect that. So, so Windsor Park were really chuffed with the results he achieved in the sales ring over this, um, over the past few days because that's a wonderful indicator to how the buyers are going to respond to him actually at Caracas for the yearling sales. 
So it's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Really, really cool to see the way those sort of things pay out. Um, and also, um, Al Mansour, um, uh, the lovely stallion that stands at Cambridge Stud, he's had a fantastic spring. I mean, he took out the VRC Derby um, with Manzois. And so, again, no surprises that he had some great results in the sales ring because his horses, his, his, his progeny have been performing on racetrack as well. So you can see these indicators coming and he, he, he wound up um, uh, third on the size table overall for the sale uh, with a top price of 475000 Um So... Great to see these young boys put their hand up. Um, you know, our, 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 our stallions in New Zealand, they're really well received and it's just so good for our industry to have these good sires with their horses going into really good stables because then that gets them, you know, if they go into the right hands, they're trained well, prepared well and they tend to race well and then it's one of those sort of self-perpetuating cycles. It's brilliant. Jesse, uh, what was the clearance rate overall? And, and of course, the clearance rate is uh, at time of sale. Uh, or, or of the sales, of course, but there's so much work that goes in post those ones for the ones that are passed in as well, isn't there? Yeah, there totally is. And, um, and this is a really interesting illustration. So the um, first day of selling uh, finished on 65% clearance, but um, but a lot of business happens after hours too. So, you know, the lights go out, the horses go into their boxes and, um, and everyone has a beer. Um, but then some deals get struck, and there was actually quite a significant deal that was struck. I think it was three hundred and fifty thousand dollars for, I think, lot one forty. Um, some some lads got together. They were speaking to Sam Beatson from Riversy Park, and he was like, you know, this horse was just overlooked in the ring today. I was. He was really surprised it hadn't sold. And he's a wonderful judge. Uh, he rides all of his own horses, as many of our our savvy preparers do. They know their horses inside out because they're actually up on their backs. Like learning about these horses um, day in and day out. And he, so he's well trusted. And so a group of buyers actually cobbled together and did a deal over a beer. And then by, by 7.30 a.m. the next morning, I saw uh, Andy Williams uh, turn up and he's like, yep, signed that one up already. And so our clearance rate had ticked up again before selling even started on day two. Um, day two was just, as I, as I mentioned earlier, it was insane. We had 83% clearance on day two, which brought our mm. overall clearance rate up to 76% at close of selling on day two. Um, so really good. It, um, for the style of sale, it's, it's fantastic. Um, and we're, there will be more selling done. So the, all those horses that passed in in the ring, that doesn't that by no means mean they aren't going to find a new home. It's just a matter of negotiations uh, happening over the coming days and weeks. Um, and NZB's bloodstock agents work really hard to marry up the right bars with the right with the right horses, and um, and get those horses into their new homes and new stables. And so yeah, that will that will certainly uh, increase over the coming weeks. Jesse sounds uh, great on on the score of the this ready to run sale, of course, but. Uh, your next project is not that far away, of course, and that is the, the yearling sales. How are the catalogues coming together? At what stage are you at for that? So the catalogues have been done. They went off to the printers. Um, all the details and pedigrees went off to the printers last week, so it's a hectic time. But really runs well, and the cataloguing of yearling sales clashes beautifully for us. Um, and then we released the catalogues for the yearling sales on Monday. So... Very exciting, and no, everyone just can't wait to get their hands on those and have a look, have a look through them. They'll be online uh, probably from late Sunday night. Um, so you know, Monday is when it when it all really 
starts happening. Um, there'll be uh, tours uh, with buyers, prospective buyers, um, going out to the farms to look at these, have first looks at these lovely yearlings that are being prepared ahead of the January sale. Um, and mm. the momentum is just going to increase um, as we as we go like uh, head first into into the sales at the end of January. Um, the the catalogs, uh, by all accounts, very strong this year. A lot of very, very good horses are packed into book one, and that means book two has got some extreme quality as well. So two really strong books. Um, the anticipation's building. I mean, look, everyone I spoke to around the grounds over the last few days, they're chomping at the bit to get back again in, in January. They're super excited. And so I just, you know, I can't wait. We can't wait for the, for the big one. Um, there are going to be about 100, uh, uh, one, oh, 1,100 horses catalogued overall for the oh. six days of selling. That's staggering, yeah. 1,100 horses. How, how do you differentiate um, between the, the books? How, how, at what point and what are the defining factors that differentiate horses going into those different types of sales? Yeah, it's, I mean, look, you know, there are some that are just really obvious um, choices, but there are two, two, there are two primary factors. It's how the horses look, so it's on type. What what does the horse look like? You know, um, is it really is it a, a good looking horse? Does it walk well? Um, is, is it, does it have good muscle? Um, is it well balanced? All of those things. So how they look in, in person, and then also there's the pedigree. So what's on the page? What's in its blood? What does the blood tell us about the horse? And everyone does this differently, um, but a lot of a lot of people um, assessing a horse want to see the horse first and make their notes on what the horse looks like before the pedigree influences the judgment too much. Because um, if you think you know it's packed full of blue blood, you probably want to sit, don't want to see a wonky knee or something like that, you know. So it's mm. really, um, it's really interesting. So they know, but they, they, the, the vendors, they, they're astute and they, they, they offer up their top, top horses, and then together with our bloodstock agents, they're, they're assessed and put into the catalogues. And you know, it's, it's, um, it's, it isn't a perfect formula. There are some interesting results that come out of these sales. Some incredible. Horses have come from our book too in the past, um, mm. and but also the book one, you know, that's pretty tried and true, and and, and it um, a lot of success comes out of that book as well. So, um, good buying to be had in both. Um, you certainly wouldn't want to overlook anything in book two. Um, it just is a bit of an indication that you might be able to get a bit more value from that sale. Um, yeah, but um, but no, a lot of success comes from both books, so you, you can't uh, make too much of a firm judgment on that. So, and you see, um, just finally, um, on the back of the overseas interest and the ready to run, um, have you had overseas interest confirmed uh, and very positive in terms of the yearling sale coming up? Yes, no, absolutely. So I was taking bookings, I was passing on bookings for our hotel um, right throughout the last few days of the ready to run sale. Um, there's, there is there's a lot of a lot of internationals have confirmed um, they're, they're wanting to book at our beautiful Double Tree by Hilton at Caraca, um, a beautiful hotel that's actually on site there at Caraca, which we gave a good um, test run over the past few days, um, and mm. also um, and in the city as well. Some of them love the nightlife and, and love having the you know all the options of being in town. So yeah, that's that very much happening, and I feel like. Um, the momentum that's come from this producer run sale has kind of made them think, crikey, I better get in there, lock it in. And so, um, especially with actually some of the work I was just doing with our with our coverage over into Australia with racing.com, you know, it was curious. I'd, I'd, one of our um, videos would go up and then my phone would ring. So very much um, responsive to that. And I, I think with those, based on those indicators, um, we can we can have take heart that they're coming in droves and um, it should be a good one.
The, the other thing um, as well, it's a, it's, um, it's a sale always associated with Ellerslie, uh, of course, and the, and the big high-profile races attached around it. Mm. Uh, but it's, it's yeah. with a difference this time around, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So the Caraca Million Series, which is our our, our lucrative sort of incentive race series um, that's associated with our yearling sales and horses sold at Caraca. So you can nominate horses that are sold, yearlings that are sold at Caraca for the Caraca Million Race Series. And usually the race series, which, which features a, a two-year-old million-dollar race, a three-year-old million-dollar race, and then a staying race, usually they are hosted um, on the eve of, of book one selling. So it's this brilliant kind of uh, formula where we have all, everyone's arrived, we have a beautiful cocktail party at Ellerslie, we're on the lawn there and we're watching horses only sold last year or the year prior racing for a million dollars and it's just the most incredible endorsement of the stock um, that have come out of the previous sales and um, it's a wonderful way of launching our sales series. But this year, things are a bit different. Um, the Karaka Million is going to be at Pukekohe Park and the, and the race meeting will be the week prior to the yearling sale. So we don't have that fun kind of connection this year, but that's, that's the only time that will happen. We'll be back to the, to the, to the usual um, sort of arrangement where um, the, the Karaka Million will be on the eve of the sales in the future from 2024. Jesse, absolute pleasure talking to you. Thanks for the update uh, on this very successful sale. It's just uh, had uh, you've had, and, and of course, uh, what's coming up uh, in January. Look forward to perhaps having another chat to you closer to that. Uh, thanks for your time this morning. Uh, well done. Thanks, Matthew. Bye. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91